Hey, welcome to our first ever show. Um, and what we wanted to do with this is just capture our journey um, building a new football club. So right from the start, um, all the way through, and what we want to do is drop a weekly video here, just explaining what's going on, what's the next steps, what goes into that sort of decision-making process. So it's not just for fans of East Dark football, um, it's going to be for other clubs as well, who no doubt going to end up going through this journey where their football club folds for some reason. And then how do you go about creating something new, a Phoenix club? Um, so welcome to our journey. Um, by all means, feel free to reach out if you're going through the same thing. We're more than happy to give any advice we can, even though we're really early on in this journey of sort of what we've found over the last few months um, and then as we go on. Um, so hoping to keep this going long term and the plan is just to drop a video every Monday. So make sure you like and subscribe the page and keep an eye out for that. And then follow us on social media. So we've got at the minute Twitter and Facebook and Instagram accounts. It's at East Thurrock CFC. Um, so nice and easy to follow. But let, let's go right back to sort of the start of where East Thurrock United died and then the journey after that. So it was announced on the 1st of September 2023 that East Thurrock United had gone into liquidation, which came as a massive surprise to me as a fan. Um, and sort of my background, I was just a fan that went to games. Um, the limit of my involvement is sort of updating scores online, um, who scored, bits like that. So nothing sort of day-to-day decision-making. Um, we were sort of four or five games into the season. Um, actually looking really good. We, we had a nice team that year, um, put together some good performances. And then, yeah just out of the blue, get a text saying, hey, the, the club's no more. Um, so that that's a real downer, if I'm honest. You go from, hey, every Saturday, you're just going to go watch the football. It's great. Go see your friends to suddenly there is a void. Um, and honestly, this year has been so weird. Um, gone and watched some other non-league games, but it's just not the same. Um, so you might go to Abley, I've gone to sort of Pool Town, gone to Hashtag. Um, lots of other teams and while it's football and hey football's great it's never the same when it's not your club so one where we knew straight away we want to get something going so it was 1st of September when East Thurrock United was announced it had gone into liquidation um, and then at the end of September we came together Steve Edwards who was one of the fans um, called a meeting of sort of volunteers so not people running the club so really keen to sort of separate that. None of us were formally involved in the sort of overall day-to-day -day running of East Surrey United. And it's why we're not really going to cover the past because quite frankly, it doesn't matter. It's not about why East Surrey United got liquidated. It's about what do we do to get football back and how do we all come together to achieve that? So um, he, he called together a meeting of volunteers and said, hey, let's have a chat and see what we want to do. Um, and it is a decision. Um, early on, I was just invited as one of those volunteers. Wasn't really sure of like, hey, do, do I want to get involved in this? Because it's, hey, it's a lot of time. Um, you're going to get a stick through people, even though you're helping and you're volunteering to get a club up and running. Um, it's just the way some people are. And then you have to think about that. And it, it's also a big question of how many people. And the fact that there was eight, nine, ten people at that first meeting, that gave me real confidence. Because if it had been two or three, I would have said, guys, 
this isn't going to work. We, we need to go find another club to follow. But the fact that there was eight, nine people, and that's before really reaching out, engaging, and asking lots of people, do you want to get involved? That gave me real confidence because I've been involved in organisations before. And the minute you've only got a couple of people running it, it's just not sustainable, especially when no one's getting paid. This is all something that we're doing because we're fun and we love it. So gave me that confidence from day one. It's like, we can do this as a team. So part of that early first meeting was like, what's our vision? What do we want? Um, one of the things we knew really early on, we want to be 100% fan. We want this uh, for the community, run by the community, so that we're all engaged. So I've seen the very, very best of what one rich football owner can do. I've got a Chelsea season ticket, and then a few months later, Abramovich took over. So hey, I've, I've seen success um, at that level. But then you get the bad stories of, hey, Benny Bennett, who's he's Stoke United's former owner, passed away, and that just plunged the club into a sort of uncertainty of what happens next. No one really knew, and that, that lasted for a couple of years. So it's one that, while a one-owner benefactor is a great model and you can have the real success, it's also risk because if you have loads of fan owners and one fan owner leaves, it could be one person, 100, 200, not the end of the world. Whereas you're relying on one individual to pump money in and sustain a football club, it's risky because they might have personal issues and they might have personal financial hardship. And then that's suddenly the club's not as important as their house and everything else, quite rightly. So we wanted to build something that was truly sustainable. Um, and that's why we decided fan ownerships can be the very best way of doing it, because you bring lots of people together and you're more bought in. I would rather give my time to something that is fan owned than something that is on someone else's balance sheet and someone else owns it. So straight away, we, we knew that was going to be the model we'd go down. There's obviously lots of different choices. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um, in later um, shows. So other parts we looked at sort of, we want to be super transparent because when your club gets liquidated, no one really knows exactly what happened. It's not something where there's a clear, hey, here's the accounts. We could all look at them every year and we'd have known something was going wrong. So we want it to be super transparent and that's something that we're going to keep going forward. We'll make sure that the accounts, so everyone knows where the club is financially, they're going to be published on the website each year. Um, and it's one that we want to have sort of big public meetings with sort of our fan ownership. So each month we said, hey, we're going to come together, and ask us any questions, we'll answer absolutely everything we can. Um, and then you know where we stand. And we also want to share that message because we want as much stuff being shared with the fans so that they have confidence in the decisions we're making. Another part is we want it to be democratic. So fan owners vote for the fan board. And then that's something where you're getting a decision. If you want to run and be on that board, by all means, run and be on there. Um, so each year there'll be elections. And the advice we got is, hey, don't do elections on sort of month three. Being a club, do it after year one. So um, after the first year, we're all going to be up for election. Um, and that's something where you'll get to vote on who's on the committee, or you might stand for the committee. Um, and if you're a fan owner, that, that's what you're entitled to do. So chance for everyone to get involved because, hey, I'm, I'm just involved as the interim chairman. Let's get through year one. Let's see what happens. If someone comes along, they're better. Um, I would happily stand in the, the stands with my dog, drinking, relaxing, 
So if other people want to step up, I'm happy to find another role. I'm not here because I, I want to be a football chairman. I'm just not getting paid, giving up loads of my time. But it's one that I'm more than willing to step up and help deliver this uh, football club. Okay, with a great team around me, um, loads of people I'm happy to work in alongside. Uh, and that's part of the real joy that is camaraderie. And we're all in this together. We all, we all know the journey we want to go on. Um, other parts, it's sustainable. So we don't want some big budget that we're going to throw out there and spend a load of money. So it's making sure that we build a model where fans are paying in. We're going to build money through sponsorship fundraising. And we've got lots of plans that we'll share down the line. And that how we make that something that is constantly bringing in. So more details will come in our public meeting, um, which I'll touch on in a minute, on how that sort of fan ownership, etc., works. The next part was like the name and the logo. So East Thurrock United was the old club. We knew that we weren't legally sort of entitled to that. That club had been liquidated. So we wanted something new, but we're all East Thurrock fans. We all came together because we loved watching East Thurrock United. So we were like, what, what can we change? We, we need to change one word. What are we going to change? It's not going to be East Thurrock. It's not going to be um, football and it's not going to be club. So it's that last word. And we've bounced down lots of ideas, Phoenix. Um, and I threw community out there. Um, I think that is a way where you instantly, if you say we're a community club, people know, hey, that's going to be fan owned. That's something that really means a lot more than just, hey, we're a big football club and we do what we want. Um, it just sets that whole tone. So um, that was the name we decided because it's just got meaning. You say East Thurrock Community Football Club, people have a good idea of what you want to be. Amber and black was just an easy decision. Um, and we put that to a fan survey and 100% of people came back and said, hey, we want the amber and yellow. We thought it would be that way. Keep the club colours and let's not mess around with those. And in terms of the logo, so people ask, hey, why didn't you keep the old logo? And it's like, hey, it's always a chance to look at what we want to achieve with a logo. So um, we've got a church uh, with a small star on it at the moment and that was designed by Liam who's part of our committee, but that's not, straight away we were like, hey, it's not for us to decide the logo. The name we need to sort out really early because it's got to go on documents, other stuff like that. But in terms of the badge, while it's certainly in contention, that might be one of the badges that come through. We said, hey, this is all about democracy. This is all about transparency. So let's put that to a vote. So I've actually launched that already. So anyone until the end of Jan can submit their idea for a logo will then shortlist them and all the fan owners can come together and they can vote um, and that's going to be a decision that we will make as fans to decide this is the logo that we want for our football club so if you're a little bit artistic probably better than me um, pull together a design submit it send it to eastthurrockcfc at gmail.com and we'll happily um, put that into the competition so there's no, there's no prize money yet. it's not we're going to buy you a yacht um, you're not going to get thousands of pounds. It is purely there. Um, we're all doing this out of the kindness of our hearts because we really care about this project. Um, so it's one that it, you're designing that and that will become the club, club logo if it wins. But no one's getting rich off a community-owned football club. It's not the way this works. This is us all giving up our time, paying a little bit of money, and then hopefully we, we can see the glory and what, what we come to see. And what we've set as a goal for what we want to get back is we reckon eight years is a good bar to set to get back to where we were last playing. So in the Ishmael North, 
And that's two years for every promotion because we didn't want to be crazy and say, hey, four years, we're going to be back where we were, four straight back-to-back promotions. Um, it'll take time. Um, and I'll cover the whole, what's the process for joining another league? Because technically we're not the same club anymore. So East Thurrock, United folded. We are a completely new legal entity that we're going to register as. Um, so that's a whole different dynamic that comes into play. So in terms of the public meeting, um, we knew early on, um, reading the Football Supporters Association, advice on sort of the steps you need to take. Um, you set up the initial working group, which is what that first meeting in September was about. And we told everyone, it was like, hey, we've set up this group. If you want to come get involved, let us know, drop us an email, get in touch on social media, because we know there's other people out there that spoke about this, but it was formalizing and bringing it together because the last thing we wanted is there was three different groups going, hey, we're going to set up a Phoenix club and then we're all announcing at different times and it just gets messy. So it was very much an announcement that we said, hey, we've come together as a working group. We want to bring football back to East Durham. Um, First team football. If you want to get involved, come get involved. And a few people reached out. We had the youth teams that said, hey, we want to stay separate. Perfectly fine. Um, they've got different priorities because they they were still going. Um, and then there, there was other people who actually said, hey, can I come? I've got lots of ideas. And then they came to our next meeting. So it's one that really keen to bring everyone together and get the best of it. Um, so the public meeting, for anyone that's interested, is on the 10th of January. So not long now. It's at 7.30pm at the new courthouse in Stanford, La Hope. If you want to come, just drop us an email. It's just so we know numbers um, because we've already passed 50 people that contact us and said, hey, we're, we're coming. We want to be at that meeting. Um, we've got Richard Irving of the Football Sports Association who's speaking. And we've also got John Coventry, who's former East Thurrock United manager, an absolute legend, took us all the way up um, to the Conference South. So um, knows more, more. he's probably forgotten more about football than I will ever know. Um, so really excited to have both of them speaking at the meeting. And a lot of it was research. So I must have spent a good 10, 20 hours just looking at every fan-run club in the whole UK. So pulled up Wikipedia, just went through every single website, and I just read all about them. Because it's one where I've not run football clubs before. Um, I've been involved with organisations and helped run them. Um, but this is a whole new beast. And... The most important thing you can do is learn because it's very different than if you were setting up a business, you couldn't ring up a competitor and be like, hey, you got any advice for us? They're, they're not going to help. Whereas a football club is very, very different because you're not really directly competing with anyone. Um, obviously, if, if you're in a small town and you've got two, three football clubs, it could be a little bit different for you. But for us, there's no one directly in our area. There's sort of 20 minute drive down the road. You've got other clubs within Thurrock, but in terms of sort of this area, it's just us, um, which makes it really good. Um, but it's one, we, we emailed every club from the league we were in when we uh, were liquidated, four leagues below that, including that one. So it's when we reached out to loads of clubs and some got back just with some advice of like, hey, here's what we do for sponsorship. Here's some tips. Um, a member of Grey's Athletic, which is just down the road, fan run club, they came um, to one of our meetings and sort of answered some questions. And it was just an opportunity for us to sort of bounce ideas off them and sort of a, hey, this is what we tried. It didn't work. Um, this actually worked really well, which is incredibly useful just to get that sort of 
idea for what could happen. And we reached out to the Football Sports Association, and they've got some great stuff on their website. And it was initially just one where we thought, hey, they, they might sort of jump on a Zoom call with us and give us a little bit of advice. We were amazed to find out they work with clubs all the way through. Um, it's not just the setting up. They will continue supporting you beyond that. They're Premier League funded. So, um, no, a valuable um, asset. And I'd encourage you, as soon as you've sort of got an idea for that initial group, get in touch with them. Richard Irving, been really good. And he's actually come and speaking at that public meeting. But it's one way you can lean on them and they will help you through that journey. So they're going to support us, going to speak on what that sort of community club means and sort of give everyone the confidence of, hey, if you're a fan home, how does that work? Um, so really, really excited um, for the public meeting on the 10th of Jan. Um, but this video was very much just the initial, uh, here's where we're at and what sort of brought us together. Um, I'm going to do another one next Monday before we get to the public meeting, just explaining some more of the stuff of like, well, what league are you looking to go into? Um, and all the bits around that. And then after the public meeting on the 10th, the next hour, I'm going to release a whole bunch of videos explaining because that public meeting is going to take you through the journey of, well, what is it we've been working on? What ideas have we got? Um, our big business plan. Um, and then announcing that. So uh, lots and lots of exciting stuff coming up. Please make sure you, you like the page, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on social media. But if you've got any questions, drop them in the comments, send us an email, I'm more than happy to help out. But yeah, this is just gonna be a really exciting journey. We're only a few months in, and I'm really pleased with what we've got achieved, but lots is gonna happen between now and the 10th of Jan, which will, will define everything for what we're doing with where we're playing. There's meetings happening with that. There's meetings around management, which nothing's open yet, but we're continuing to talk because we went out and reached out to sort of managers that manage already in leagues and local area. I said, hey, when we're looking for managers, what, what do we need to look for? Things like that. So what goes on with opening up that process? How do we get players? And yeah, so much more, loads of stuff I'm excited to share. But um, thank you very much for listening and uh, up the rocks.